Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 181. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and as always, I'm joined by Phil from Blueprint MCAT, formerly Next Step Test Prep. New name, same awesome full-length exams. If you want to go check them out, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash blueprint. That'll take you to their new website. You can check out everything they're doing. For changes to the MCAT, which is what we're going to be talking about, Blueprint is actively working on, as I'm recording this, it's Monday, April 27th, and so hopefully this week, next week, maybe, they're actively working on changing their full-length exam so that you can click a button and have that shorter exam, and I, I think we talk about that on the podcast today with Phil, but I just want to let you know that as well. So again, medicalschoolhq.net slash blueprint will take you to their their new website. So let's go ahead and jump in. We're going to talk about the changes that the AAMC threw out on Friday afternoon and said, have at it. Here's all the changes and peace out. We're going on, uh, we're going on our weekend break. So yeah, uh, <laughs> Phil and I talk all about that. So again, uh, medicalschoolhq.net slash blueprint will take you to their new website. Their full-length exams, hopefully very soon, we'll, we'll be able to adjust to that new kind of COVID test. So without further ado, let's go and jump in. Phil, back with some fun MCAT news with uh, COVID-19 and what the AAMC is doing to fit in students to take the MCAT. Um, this news dropped as we're recording this on, I don't even know what day it is, April, what, 26th we're recording this? Yeah. I don't even know. So this dropped on April 24th. And the AAMC did warn students. They said, hey, we have some news coming on April 24th. No one assumed that it would be at basically 5 o'clock at night when when uh, the staff is headed out the door. Uh, but right. the news the I, news dropped and students freaked out. Um, rightfully so. So let's maybe let's uh, let's chat about those changes. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I was like. I knew it was going to be on Friday. So I just like kept refreshing and kind of like looking at like all day. And then like, I eventually I'm like, ah, they're just not going to do it today, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they did right as they were heading out the door. Um, I think the big thing, like the, easily the big thing is the shorter MCAT. The fact that they've like carved this into a smaller exam. Mm -hmm. um, one that you're going to be spending, uh, I think like five hours and, five hours and 45 minutes, somewhere around there roughly compared yeah. to the previous seven and a half, eight hour kind of experience that most students are used to. Um, yeah, it's crazy. 
It is crazy. So how did how do they? So students, the first question is, well, wait a minute. How do they cut out so much time uh, from the beginning? So I mean, I, I kind of understand where some of those questions are coming from, but break down where you can hypothesize where these questions are coming from. Well, they are cutting stuff. Um, like a lot of the like little like survey and things that you can kind of like do just mm-hmm. trying to like get rid of all the fluff portion. Um, but I, I think most of it comes down to the like the, each section is actually shorter. You have less time for each section mm-hmm. um, going through that. And so each section is shorter. And then they've gotten rid of the lunch break because they try to condense it down to the point where you can kind of do it in one setting without, you know, like running to lunch in the yeah. middle of it. Yeah. Um, so that saves as well. But one of the biggest things, and, and somebody had mentioned that the WMC did state this, but I don't see it anywhere. Maybe I'm missing it. But one of the things that a lot of students don't know about is that there are some questions on the test that are experimental questions, questions right. that aren't going to be scored. You don't know which questions they are, but they're just, they're testing. The WMC is testing the validity of those questions and, and everything else. And the hypothesis is, and again, somebody said that the WMC confirmed this, that they just got rid of all of those questions. I haven't seen anything about that. It makes sense. Right. Like their concern right now isn't like the testing of like figuring out like what they're going to be asking about in the future. It's more about just like getting people to take the exam. And so that seems like an obvious thing to cut right off the top. Now, I don't think that they just cut those because they're they're going a little bit deeper here. Um, It's actually really interesting. You know, we we can talk more about this, like how they cut the exam. Um, And so like I can kind of like pull this up. It's not on this page. But um, I think they we have the same amount of time for every section. Um, I think it's down. It's in the 75, 78. 70, 76 minutes for every section except for cars, which is 81 minutes. minutes. Right, right. And, of course, the cars didn't get cut as much because it's longer. Um, like it, Generally, during the actual exam, you have more time for yeah. cars as well. Yeah. And it's a harder, a harder section for students and especially ESL students. When, when the, the announcement was first made, it was 76 minutes and everyone mm-hmm. started freaking out and people were doing the math. Well, number one, th- these times aren't adding up appropriately to what you're saying that the test is. And number two, if, if cars is really 76 minutes and it's really this number of questions, then you're cutting down our cars time per question per passage. And students were rightfully like, what the heck? Like <laughs> I struggle to finish it anyway. Yeah, that was something I was actually like really worried about. I'm like, how do they, they, they cut the time per question, which is like in the sciences, you can answer a lot of questions just because you know the answer. Like you don't yeah. even need the passage sometimes. You just like see a question, even if it's tied to a passage, like I know the answer. It's alanine. Move on. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't happen in cars. Every yeah. single car's question, you need to go back and kind of dig around and it just takes longer. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that they kind of came back and re rejiggered what was going on in there because it was definitely scared me a little bit. I was trying to think how I'm going to be um, advising things for students. And so another huge change, which we actually talked about during our Instagram live, uh, which isn't up anymore, but we talked about, they're like, well, they're not going to start before eight o'clock in the morning. And we were wrong. So they have a a six o'clock start time. Is that when it starts? 6.30 is the first one. 6.30. Yeah. Yeah. Six thirty, twelve o'clock, and uh, then what? Six o'clock at night. Yeah. Six p.m. Yeah. So, so three tests during the day. 
So they're staggering everyone. I, I'm not a huge fan from a public health standpoint of getting three times as many students in uh, <laughs> the the center, even though they're staggered. Uh, it's still a lot of people to be around. And if you uh, yeah. believe some of the data that shows that that the uh, aerolis- aerolization, <laughs> whatever that word is, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, of these particles and of this virus, then yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, sidebar, this isn't really like MCATs, uh, but like the idea also, like it's a little bit weird to like go in and take an exam that like two people have taken an exam at the same computer already mm. that day. I'm like, do they have time to like go in there and like sterilize everything? I'm like, it might be like a little cleaner if you go at the 6.30 a.m. one, but then you have to go to the 6.30 a.m. one. So there's a downside there also. Yeah. So, so really at the end of the day, the question comes down to... Who should be taking this test and who should just go, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Right. That, that meme where the, the student at like Friday is like, it's the weekend. Peace out and throws all the papers up in the air. And then he goes, just kidding. I'm a pre-med student. Picks them all up. Right. Right. Which, which one, like who should be that student going, you know what? I'm done. I'm like, I'm just going to wait until next year. Um, Because that's what I talked about. I did an Instagram live after this news came out. And I, and, and I said, if, if you're sitting there right now, just completely freaked out about these changes, completely freaked out about a 10 minutes lunch break, about not having that however many minute tutorial at the beginning where you could brain dump your equations and actually just like for the woo woo people out there, center yourself and take some deep breaths and and get in the mindset. All of that's gone, right? Mm -hmm. And, And so I said, if you're one of those students, just wait until next year. There's there's no harm in waiting until next year. Um, yeah. So so how should a student be thinking about? And 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 let me add one more thing to this is is I specifically said and some people are recommending like this is your opportunity. Take a short MCAT if you were planning on taking it next year, but you think you may be ready this year. Go take it. And and my my response or earlier before all of that news was coming out, I said the double AMC. I hope. They should be restricting this test to people who are applying this year, period, right? This this should be people, we're prioritizing people who need to apply this year, who need to take the MCAT right now. So, yeah, well, I, I think the, the June 28th date that they added to take the exam, that's like with the new kind of like deadlines that they kind of like are messing around with. That, that means because you you're, we're now getting our scores back in two weeks, um, and the application opening when it does, all of a sudden that that exam date makes sense that you can still be in that first wave of the early applicants. And so I think like that one is definitely designed for early applicants. And if like don't don't use that date if you're planning on like not applying this year, because that needs to go to somebody who is applying this year. Um, the September 28th, 29th ones. I mean, if you really want to take the short one and like this, like maybe there because I, I foresee less demand um once you know it's basically october at that point september 29th and so maybe that one a little bit um but you know i think most of the time by the time a student sits down to take an exam they should know like the tutorial they don't really need the tutorial i think they're writing down equations for the most part is not actually that useful um like if you can write out all your equations on on a sheet of paper then you probably don't need to 
um, just kind of overall. I, I am a little bit worried about people who like food wise, people who are hypoglycemic, you know, having the like 10 minute breaks to like, you know, sprint out, sprint back in and, you know, going for, for five hours and 45 minutes without any you know, like real, like lunch or food. I mean, that's not that long. Like sometimes I'll like moan and groan. Like it's been four hours since I've had caffeine. I can't make it. Right. <laughs> like, but, um, yeah. But are you sitting down taking an MCAT, having the stress of taking an MCAT, having right. the, the cognitive calorie burn of taking an MCAT? That's, yeah. that's real, right? There, there's, uh, the, the chess players out there that are burning 6,000 calories a day playing chess. <laughs> I, I need to take up chess. Um, <laughs> It's the but new diet diet fad. There's absolutely the other side of this. I think one of the biggest challenges of the MCAT is the ability to stay sharp and in the zone for seven and a half hours. Mm. That is very difficult. I spend a lot of time with um, students trying to like working on that endurance and fatigue and building up the mental calluses to be able to kind of like stay sharp that long. I know the first time I took an exam, like it was, or, or an MCAT, it was awful, right? Like the... Mm. I was, I was burnt out like the last section of the test that just bombed because I was just done. <laughs> My brain was fried. Um, and so this, like from a fatigue endurance standpoint, it's a little bit nicer here because there's just like less time up front. Um, I mean, it's still, it's not like a 30 minute test. Like it's still going to be um, an ordeal to make it through, but maybe a little bit less of an ordeal. Um, I think that that's something to be aware of also. Another thing that I don't think they've mentioned anything about is the students who have um, timing accommodations. Yeah. Like how is, how is this going to work with them? Because previously they would take it over two days. Mm -hmm. um, and now like, is it going to like get spread out over two of those sections? So is it like the six thirty to 6 PM now and kind of like that zone? Um, they haven't said anything about that. And I have uh, a couple of students I know that have the timing accommodations and I'm like, they're like, have no idea what's going on with that. Yep. Um, so still a lot of unanswered questions. <laughs> they kind of like show up on Friday, they give us this information and then you're right, like skedaddle out the door. Um, and it's just, uh, it's a little bit tricky. I'm like, Oh no, I, I have things I need to know about. Yeah. Uh, the other, make plans. the other big thing for me from a test validity standpoint and a test standard standardization standpoint is how, can they say that this test is equal to the previous test and the future tests? So that like all of the other exams, it took like four weeks to get your scores back. And they were, they're doing some very heavy data analysis on this. They're not just like not doing anything. Um, the, like they need to figure out like, Oh, the top students, like, are they all like missing this question? The bottom students, are they all getting this question? Maybe there's something going on here that we're unaware of. And we kind of like take our experimental stuff and kind of weigh that against this. And so they can make sure that when the scores come out, that they're not going to have to come back later and say like, Ooh, actually we need to take two points back away from you. Um, and so that's why it takes so long to go through this. Now we have a shorter time frame for them to do this kind of like statistical analysis. And it's a completely new variable with the, the exam itself and, you know, adjusting the time frames and things like that. Um, I mean, I'm sure they've got some world-class statisticians working there, people that are going to be on top of this, but also there's the added bonus. I'm imagining that they're going to be weighing against everyone else who's taken that shorter exam a little bit better. This is going to be a weird year. Um, and I think it's possible that scores might be off a point or two from what they would have been 
otherwise if we hadn't had the whole COVID outbreak. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff kind of going on. This There's also this like added layer because there's less questions. There's already on any given MCAT, they're not going to test you on everything that you need to know. You might have no questions about magnetism or you might have like a passage about magnetism and you don't really know. Like you might have nothing on nephrology. You might have nothing on anti-diuretic hormone. Um, but now with a shorter exam, like if, if I happened to know about this thing, I'm going to get a point here. And that point is going to be weighted heavier because there's just like less questions. And so like me knowing this one thing about anti-diuretic hormone is going to get me an extra point or like, like an extra weighted point, if you will, um, to increase my score versus somebody else who just doesn't know that. And with the MCAT being so large or being a very large exam, it kind of like normalizes that. And so it's a little bit less peaky. Um, but now the shorter exam, like maybe some luck is going to play into it as well. I mean, obviously like no one's going to luck into a 528. Like you have to be, <laughs> you have to know what you're doing to get a 528, but some luck of like, Oh, are you getting questions that you know a lot about? Or are you getting questions on kind of your weak areas? Yeah. And the other major thing here is that as this test rolls out at the end of May, supposedly, and I, I think they have another update coming to, to determine what they're doing with that May 29th date, I think, is is New York City going to be open up? Is, are the testing centers there going to be open up? Uh, LA, San Francisco, these, these big major cities where we have a bigger population density where they may be more uh, risk averse and, and stay locked down a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to those testing centers? How is the WMC going to play into the fact that students may be in the middle of the country where there's less population density, easier to 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 open back up and have the data to show that they should open back up? Now, all of a sudden, you're disadvantaging students who are in different parts of the country because they still can't take the test. And how does that play into all of this? Yeah, there's definitely... That's something that's a little weird. I know a lot of people are like, well, the states will decide by by then. And I, I'm going to be honest, probably most states will be open or semi-open at that point. But cities sometimes have different rules. Um, I know it's very confusing where I'm at here in Kansas City because the Missouri state has some like things. Kansas City, the state has or Kansas, the state has some stuff. And then Kansas City proper, which is in both states, yeah. has its own kind of like things going on. And so it's very confusing trying to figure out like what stores are allowed to open and when and like what dates and um, I imagine that it's just going to get even more complex when you start looking at like trying to do something glo- or like not globally, but nationally, yeah. like trying to get everyone to take an exam nationally all over the place. So hopefully everything's open by then. So but. here's here's kind of the the key question that a lot of students are asking for practice exams. I know I, I emailed Blueprint immediately. I emailed the, mm-hmm. the team over there. I said, hey, are you guys planning on doing anything about this? And they're like, yep, we got our, our, our team's working on making shorter exams right now. Not necessarily yeah. making shorter exams, but taking the existing exams and kind of clicking a button and, and the, the questions will be chopped and the passages will be chopped to make the shorter exam. Yeah, so we want to emulate and, test day exactly. as much as possible. And so students who have access to the Blueprint MCAT exams, that at, at some point, hopefully in the near future, there'll be a button there. If you're planning on taking the shorter MCAT, you can simulate that. My assumption is that most of the test prep companies are trying to do that 
right now. I doubt the AAMC is doing that um, just because they're so focused on everything else and and they're relatively slow with their full-length exam stuff. So yeah. for students who are only using the AAMC full-length material, how can they simulate this new format? I think it's really hard. I maybe wouldn't try to simulate it with the, the new or with just the AAMC exams. Like you definitely want to go through the exams, but on the other hand, like you want to know what it's going to be like on test day. I mean, if honestly, if you like pretend it's just the old test and you just prepare as if it was the old test, you probably will find the new test easier just because it's going to require less endurance and stamina. So, I mean, if you're dead set on using the AAMC materials only, then pretend that like just do it normally and then just kind of like when you take the your actual exams like wow that was a lot shorter a lot easier than <laughs> i had anticipated um but i do think it's good to you know like know what it's going to be like on your actual test day like adjusting for timing honestly you want to do an exam at some point where you're like doing the full five hours and 45 minutes without a lunch break in there. And that's, you, you want to do that because like low blood sugar and that sort of stuff that does affect things. And I know yeah. a lot of people are going to kind of like wave their hands, but neurons are picky. They <laughs> like, they like glucose. They don't work well on other things. That's why if you're tired, it's hard to think, but you can still walk around or you can still go for a jog, but maybe you can't do math in your head as well. Um, yeah. If you're like a little bit groggy and out of it. And so, because it's such a thinky exam. Students like should really sure look into those, um, the like concentrated sucrose and glucose packets that marathoners use. <laughs> yeah. Just squeeze a bunch of sugar into your mouth, just right. take a swig of water and go back to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, those like get a camel back and everything kind of going on, like tape up their nipples and they'll be good. And like, you know, just treat it like a marathon normally. Um, just just do it all all exactly the way it normally is. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so the, the other big thing that I don't know students will potentially think about is masks. And the AAMC specifically mentions that you will be allowed to bring a mask and gloves to the exam. Now, again, it'll be city by city, state by state of whether you're you're going to be required to wear a mask inside, right? A lot of grocery stores, a lot of the big box stores are requiring people to wear masks inside the store. Now, the, the question will be, will Pearson require and and should a student be prepared to wear a mask for that those five and a half, six hours? I mean, honestly... It's probably a good idea. It's not a bad idea to do that. And you want to be a healthcare professional. And so like learning to, you know, be annoyed by having to do something in order to protect people, it's probably something you're going to have to deal with down the road. I think wearing a mask is never a bad idea. Um, that being said, you want to make sure that the mask you're going to wear is comfortable yeah. because that's a long time to be wearing a mask. Um, I actually shaved off my beard in the last week because wearing a mask was just kind of weird. It was kind of like itchy, like on the like mustache and things like that. And that's just, so, I mean, that's kind of a weird thing. I probably wouldn't have done it except for like, I'm wearing a face mask all the time whenever I'm like heading out of the, the house and going to the grocery store and things like that. I have a hard time making it through a 30 minute Costco trip, let alone, <laughs> let alone six hours sitting, yeah. taking an exam. Yeah. Oh, so much to think about. Uh, I do not envy the student who is in the situation of determining whether or not to take this test, whether or not they want to delay a year. I think there there are a lot of variables still at play here, uh, including are these tests going to be available at the end of May and June? 
um, in, in their city, in their state, uh, in the world. So, um, but stay tuned to Blueprint, uh, Blueprint MCAT, or no, Blueprint Prep is the Instagram handle, I think. Blueprint yeah. Prep MCAT. Um, follow follow social media there. Uh, obviously, you guys are are updating. Uh, obviously, the the double AMC. Uh, social media channels, even though they they are not great at communicating, I, I gave them an F on my uh, Instagram channel the other day, uh, an F for communication. Um, yeah, I, I think the implementation of this exam, while I don't necessarily agree with it, it's I mean it is what it is. They they're stuck between a rock and a hard place trying to get all these students in. Um, yeah, but their communication of what's going on has been horrible horrible um but stay tuned on their channels because obviously they have the uh the updates the fastest and uh there, there may be some grammar errors and some timing errors in there so just uh, <laughs> yeah stay tuned even more um so yeah just stay tuned and stay tuned obviously here to this podcast and we'll keep you guys updated uh, as more information comes out as well Whew, any last minute thoughts no, it's weird. It's an exciting time, kind of, it's like from like a, my side of things. It's, it's a very weird, interesting trying to figure out how this exam is going to work. And, you know, I love a, a challenge. Um, and so, you know, I'm going to be working with my students the way we normally are, just trying to figure out like how we can take advantage of this, trying to figure out how to optimize for this new system. But yeah, it's exciting and interesting. All right, there you have it. If you want to check out uh, a YouTube video that I did about this, you can go to premed.tv. As this episode comes out on April 29th, uh, I released uh, a YouTube video a couple days ago about these changes and more of a rant on what I think should have been done and uh, and a little bit more thinking on if you should take it, if you shouldn't take it, what you should do. So go check out the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is uh, kind of interesting these days. It's kind of blowing up. It seems like more and more students are at home, and so they're on YouTube more. And uh, yeah, I've gained a lot of followers recently. So if you don't follow me on YouTube, the most popular videos are my application renovation series, which comes out on Tuesdays. Uh, we have videos that drop on Mondays. We have the application renovations on Tuesdays. We have uh, some what you'll see next week here on this podcast is we're going to start diving into next step test prep or um, never mind not next step test prep blueprint full length one and uh, we're going to dive in to full length one like we did their full length 10 last year 2018 into last year I think was that uh, but we're recording the screen as well so you can see all the figures you can you can see what we're highlighting and striking out and just going through it in that way and so those will be on the YouTube channel as well when those episodes come out so everything's happening premed.tv go check it out and uh, yeah I hope you're staying safe during this time and come back next week as we start to dive into blueprint full length one have a great week we'll see you next time This is MedEd Media.